I'm, I'm really thrilled once more to be uh, invited to a scientific uh, conference. It means my reputation is not totally dead. Um, so to be before you, uh, over 400 scientists and conservationists from a range of disciplinary backgrounds and all really focused on very important subjects that relate to the sustainability uh, of our world, it's uh, a privilege to have the opportunity to speak to you, especially a privilege to uh, listen to renowned conservationists such as Dame uh, Goodall, that I saw speaking just as I walked in, as well as uh, knowing that you are going to benefit from uh, inputs of experts such as Dr. Carl Jones, the founder and scientific director of the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation. So this is a rich subject domain uh, and one that is discussing matters that have great import uh, for our world. All of us know that both in my own domain of foreign affairs, as well as in yours of conservation and science, we're somewhat as humanity standing at the precipice. We have the crisis of climate change that all of us are confronting and which was the major subject of deliberation at the United Nations General Assembly uh, this year. And I think despite a great deal of uh, input about recognition of the climate crisis. You have a sense that we've become very good at rhetoric, but insufficiently able at devising common shared responses. So I think the climate change crisis is something that we need to really find a way of discussing in a unified fashion and to together as the world community find a way of responding to the most pressing impacts of the climate change uh, crisis. The loss of biodiversity is something I should not mention to yourselves as that is the subject domain of your conference, as well as matters of increases in pollution. We all know that our world faces a very serious threat. Our country, South Africa, is one of the most biodiverse countries in the world. Our mega biodiversity is not only a national and cultural asset, but it's a source of socioeconomic development for our people. If we become adept at sustainable use of a wide variety of plants, at uh, exploring uh, sensibly our marine living organisms and our wildlife. We do, as South Africa, have recognition as playing a leading role in wildlife conservation and oceans governance. And the example of how we as a country have involved and empowered local communities is also recognized in world institutions as a significant international contribution by our country. We're working very hard as South Africa to combat the illegal wildlife trade, as well as illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing. On our continent, it's urgent that we curb these threats to biodiversity and sustainable livelihoods. 
The challenges we face range from the poaching of iconic species, rare plants, and exotic reptiles to poorly regulated fisheries. Of course, we lack the resources in many, many of our countries on the continent, not only financial resources, but resources of knowledge and institutional capacity. And so we are unable to adequately protect the vast but threatened land areas and to ensure that uh, they remain um, safe and sustainable. Some of you will recall that in December 2022, the international community adopted the landmark Kunmin Montreal Global Diversity Framework. A key decision in that meeting was the adoption of a proposal to increase finance to developing countries, to support sustainable investment in reversing the loss of biodiversity, as well as prevention of future loss for the planet through implementation of the Kunmin framework. This was an ambitious expression of goals and targets, but unfortunately it still falls short in respect of ambition and specificity on means of implementation, including resource mobilization to close the financing gap and ensure adequate capacity building, ensure adequate technology development and innovation, as well as technology transfer. None of this is unfamiliar uh, to you all. You all know even with the responses to the climate crisis, uh, COP after COP has commitments to financing and yet, meeting after meeting, we all bemoan the fact that we've not had that commitment uh, met. This year, for the first time at the G20, there was some mild celebration in that it would appear, for the first time, we are going to see beyond 80 billion US dollars made available for responses to climate change. So, we're coming close to that 100 target, but yet it's not sufficient a response to what we need to do. All of our ambitious targets will be meaningless if they're not backed with enabling means of implementation, particularly for developing countries, and more especially for mega-diverse developing countries such as ours where much of the world's remaining biodiversity is located. Part of our concern is, of course, that uh, we don't as yet have effective addresses, uh, responses to climate change. We also are seeing increases in extreme weather events, and the collapse of our ecosystems are aspects of uh, signs of a lack of sustainability which should really worry all of us. All of these make the role of scientific environmental research critical if we are to find innovative solutions to save our planet. And I must say, uh, in uh, going through scientific journals and looking at uh, international uh, ranking and the recognition of good science, you do find that in environmental scientists 
South African scientists rank among the best. So well done to, to you who work in the environmental research field. I'm always so proud to pick up a journal and show my colleagues overseas. You see that one? He's from University of Johannesburg. I know him. And uh, you see this one is at Pretoria. She works on tree science and uh, best scientist in the world. So please do keep up the record of international excellence that you show uh, in your field. We have to ensure that we provide resources and support to environmental research to ensure that we do identify and implement the solutions that are necessary. <clears throat> Over the years, I'm told that our government has partnered with the Oppenheimer Generations uh, research uh, uh, effort and uh, that this particular research group does impressive work on promoting conservation and supporting scientific research to address the challenges I have referred to. This organization's commitment to de developing dedicated young environmental researchers who work on conservation and are seeking to mitigate the effects of all our bad practices. I think it's something that we urgently need and we need to see how other foundations may replicate such excellent contributions to the science that we need to do. I was particularly struck by the award of the $150,000 Jennifer Ward Oppenheimer Research Grant to support an African-led environmental research program. I believe this is an extremely good and tangible way of encouraging environmental research on issues that affect Africa and the globe. Our government is busy confronting the policy questions related to this domain. We are working hard at finalizing the white paper on the conservation and sustainable use of South Africa's biodiversity. We are very worried that our biodiversity is threatened not just by climate change, but by habitat, lo habitat loss and degradation, invasive alien species, over-harvesting, and illegal harvesting. So we must take actions that will secure ecological sustainability into the future, and of course promote justifiable economic and social development to reduce poverty, inequality, and unemployment, particularly for our rural communities. I was really thrilled in reading about this particular conference and the work done over the years to note that there's been very clear attention to the nexus between community development and sustainable responses and action on research uh, in this area. Uh, because you do know uh, that the significant problems in our country are related to uh, unemployment, uh, poverty, and inequality. And as we address matters of sustainability, if we can find a way of addressing these triple challenges simultaneously, I think this is a significant contribution uh, to world uh, development. I think I should point out that the draft white paper has the policy objective which is very closely linked to research. This objective is that knowledge and understanding of South Africa's biodiversity 
should inform effective decision-making and practice. Under this objective, the white paper emphasizes the need for targeted research to address knowledge gaps, the need for strategic biodiversity inventories, and the thematic and rapid biodiversity assessments. The white paper gives emphasis to the importance of research and partnerships that highlight the value of indigenous and traditional knowledge and practices providing localized solutions to biodiversity conservation and sustainable use. I'm hopeful that the type of research anticipated in the white paper will be prioritized by academics and research institutions. I'm really thrilled that the white paper has recognized that science should inform policy. And I think this is a very important inclusion in the white paper. As Minister of Science and Technology previously, I would often be working with colleagues insisting let's draw on science. And now that we're beginning to integrate acknowledgement of the value of science to policymaking, I think this is really an immense uh, step forward. Now let me touch briefly on South Africa's foreign policy approach, and Duncan, do stop me because I do go on a bit. Uh, so if I'm over time, uh, let me know and I, I will stop. But I briefly wanted to touch on our foreign policy approach at the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change and, multilateral, and to multilateral environment agreements. Our approach is that solutions to shared challenges should be collective and should be based on equity and the best available science. We locate climate and environment action in the context of just transitions and sustainable development, calling that we should leave no one behind. This is because we believe sustainable and acceptable environmental solutions for the planet and our country should be linked, as I said earlier, to people-centered development and the social and economic pillars of sustainable development. We believe all peoples have a right to development and they have a right to live in a clean and healthy environment. And this is what we table when we participate internationally. I, I refer to the international domain because I want to stress once more that as South Africa, we recognize that even our foreign policy perspectives have to be informed by scientific inputs that draw on a range of multidisciplinary scientific uh, fields of research. So we draw on physical sciences, human sciences, as well as other uh, science forms in order to develop scientific policy proposals and products which are accessible and usable at the policy level. We do believe that we must address the funding issue and other challenges that would help us to unlock the full potential of our scientific community. We also need to ensure that we develop scientific products that do assist us in determining policy and practice. At the policy level, when we are faced with the daunting and seemingly impossible task of addressing interlinked and long-term crises, 
we need short-term and more targeted products to help to spur immediate action. So what I'm saying in conclusion is in terms of policymakers in South Africa, we have policymakers that are ready to listen to science and to draw on science for solutions. So I do think, uh, despite the practice of doing much of your work in laboratories, we would ask that you open up your science to engagement by policymakers so that what you do feeds into practice because we do need to change our world. I am very pleased that the conference includes participants from a wide number of countries across the continent, and I hope we will do this collaboration of Pan-African focal areas more and more because what we need to do is act together as the African continent to save our continent, but also to be an example to humanity, which we often forget uh, that we are as South Africans. So let me close by thanking you for uh, being here, and uh, I hope you have a very, very successful uh, conference. I am going to try and get a copy of the paper on the pouched mouse. I think it's very fascinating, and I'd like to know more about it. Thank you very much, and I wish you all success. <laughs>